So hello and welcome. Welcome to the I Love Real Estate Success Show. It's this time when we actually take a look into the I Love Real Estate community and we ask one of the students of Dimna to share a little bit about themselves and about their, how they got involved with this community, how they got involved with Dimna and her training. And then what have they done? What have they done with the training? How have they taken it and how have they applied it to get some success in their own life? But we also cover exactly, you know, what happens and also the trials and tribulations as well. We really want to give you an insight. And the reason is because we want to share something so that you can go, you know what, that really kind of I can understand that. I can see where they're coming from. It actually inspires me to get out and do something myself as well. Because the thing we've found within this Isle of Real Estate community is so many students come in and they go, you know what? I was inspired what somebody else did. And now I want to go and do something similar. So today we have a fantastic story and we're going to be joined by Sharon. Sharon, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Hello, everybody. Hey, thank you so much for taking out the time and sharing your journey. It's um, it's a fascinating one. We've had a little bit of a chat, um, you know, behind the scenes, and we're ready to go. And it's um, it's really interesting, fascinating. So we should just get straight on into it, shouldn't we? Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. All right, cool, cool. So, look, um, Sharon, do you want to give us a little bit of an idea? What what was your life like? Like, what were you doing before you kind of joined the community? Before you kind of got into found out about Dimna, all that kind of stuff. What was life like for you? Uh, yeah, well, I was working in my corporate job. I was uh, doing emergency management. I already had some investment properties at that stage and um, a little bit of equity um, had started to dabble in some renovations um, but I wasn't happy in my corporate job, so I left that at the end of 2015. And um, I had been watching the Renault Flip TV shows, and I thought, oh, this would be so cool to do. Um, so, yeah, that's what I wanted to do when I left. Um, went to the bank and um, asked them to lend me some money and they said, oh, we really like you, but no, you don't have a job. So we are not going to give you any money to do what you want to do. So, um, yeah, eventually I had to go back and work for somebody else. So was not happy about that. Ah, so keen to keen to get into it from what you've seen on the, on the TV shows, the Renault Flip shows, but no, nah, no, nah, you can't do it, hey? Or you didn't know, didn't know how, didn't have the, the understanding of how to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly uh, right. So what was it like going back to your corporate job after kind of like going, oh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get into real estate and then going, oh, no, I've got to get back. That would have been tough. Yeah, it was. It was very tough um, and didn't leave my uh, self-esteem faring very well either. So, um, yeah, had to find a way but I was determined got it got it and uh and for those of you listening you will find out exactly how determined Sharon is <laughs> so well uh, so what happened then what um how did you how did you get involved with the with, with the community obviously there's everyone has their own kind of introduction into how they got connected how what was it for you I was listening to other students stories on podcasts 
and I became quite addicted to them actually. Um, I used to, um, in the job that I was doing, I spent a lot of time on the road in the car and so I would play them in the car, I would play them on the treadmill um, and it was inspiring for me. And so I, but I did this for about six months. Um, I was a little bit sceptical and um, yeah, six months. And then I thought, you know, a lot of time's gone by listening to these podcasts. I think it's time now to, um, you know, just, uh, you know, do something. Anyway, so I had also come across another organisation, um, but it was a buyer's agency and it didn't quite fulfil what I was looking for. Um, I wanted to be able to do the Renault flips and, um, you know, learn how to do all this stuff myself. So, um, yeah, it was I Love Real Estate that um, had everything that I was looking for. So that's why I chose to join the Ultimate Programme. Mm. Because there's a lot of other programs out there. And I think that it's, um, you know, if if you're keen, you know, there's no shortage of different opportunities and alternatives, but um, it looks like that was the um, listening to Dipna and also the the students and those stories that really probably was the key. Now, question for you, did did you actually go to an introductory event? Because most people go along to an introductory event, they see Dipna, they hear her, hear what she says, or they do it online. Did you do that? No, no. I I was listening to the student stories and, um, yeah, then I just contacted somebody um, after my six months of listening to these stories and said, I, I want to join up. Um, no, I didn't attend an introductory event. I did have to go to my husband and convince him to let me spend the money to go into this program. And that was probably why it took me six months before I decided to join as well, because I was also in the back of my mind going through, how am I going to sell this idea to him and um, get him to support me to to do this? So, um, yeah, eventually I did. And it wasn't easy. He's not easily parted with money, but I did get there in the end, obviously, because here I am now. Um, but yeah, he, um, supports me and, um, yeah, I'm very lucky that he did do that and we are where we are today because of that. Wow. Wow. So that's, it's actually pretty interesting that you, you didn't even go to an introductory event. Um, and I've got to say there's only actually, I think there's a few other people that I've heard, but one person in particular, I remember meeting in Melbourne. And he had a job where he just listened to every YouTube video that we had, every student success story that we had. He listened to all of them. He did very similar to you, called up Knowledge Source and said, hey, I just want to join the community. And they said, we don't have you on record. You haven't been to any of our events. And he said, no, no, I just listened to everything on YouTube and now I want to join. It's a very unique way of of, of coming into the community, but it, it says a lot for what you know you can get from just purely listening to other students' stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, when you uh, when you joined and did you um, kind of make any kind of agreement with your husband or with yourself when you joined? Because, you know, it was a bit, a bit of a commitment when you started. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I promised the both of us that I would, you know, be able to make back that initial money that I spent on the education from, you know, the first deal that I was going to do. Um, you know, I'd listened to so many other students and what they had done. Um, and, you know, I already had some investment properties. So I was, um, yeah, convincing myself and my husband that, uh, you know, that was what I had to do in the first 12 months. And that made me accountable. So, um, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Holding yourself accountable to your own, to your own decisions. Yep. Awesome. Awesome to hear. Um, now there was, there was a question here about your husband being involved in your, in your property after your success, but we'll probably get into that a little bit, a little bit further on. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So no, but stay tuned. We'll we'll get to that shortly. <laughs> um, also, and we've got a little bit of, there's a few hellos there. Michael's saying, Hey, Sharon and Michael, how you doing? And Michelle as well, um, uh, from the Facebook. So, uh, thanks for tuning in everyone. Hey, um, so, uh, now that you've joined, make the decision, convince your husband, you've made your promise. Um, how did things change for you? Like, you know, um, because you, you joined back just pre COVID, didn't you? Yeah, sure. It was pretty busy then. I was, you know, working full time, trying to study. Also had, um, you know, my sick mother-in-law at home that we were caring for and two teenage boys as well that were still going to school. So, you know, it was um, a big commitment. I spent all of my weekends, you know, on webinars and um, the evenings just, you know, watching this and absorbing all of that information and, um yeah, taking it all in. Um, I also, not long after joining, uh, went along to um, one of Mark Baker's boot camps about uh, rooming houses. I had watched a webinar and, you know, saw how this the rooming houses were, um, you know, making income and that's what I wanted I was so desperate to replace my income so um yeah went along went along to that mm. and loved that as well <laughs> um absolutely absolutely so um interesting start hey kind of like just getting in at that point in time and um and for those of you who don't know Mark, Mark has a program he specifically focuses on cash flow um and this really was what you were looking for wasn't it it was like, it was a cash flow because you just were like <gasps> corporate life. I want to get out of it. How do I get out of it? I want to get this. So you, you've, you're really trying to fall because when you first come in, you're kind of like, well, what do you actually want? You want to get clear on what's your objectives? What are you trying to achieve? And there's a few things you've mentioned here. One of them, you just delved into the training. And um, the thing that we hear again and again is that, you know, when students, you know, share their six stories and generally their success stories, they say they immerse themselves in the training. It's this word they just delved in. They got right into the training. And that really is the starting point to, to, to moving on. And of course, that in combination with understanding that, hey, cash flow is your solution. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you were still, were you still kind of like tuning into, um, the, the success stories as well? Cause that, that seemed like a big part of the inspiration for you as well when you first joined. Yeah, absolutely. I was watching the, um, previous super conferences 
online on the webinars and yeah just that's where I got you know all of my inspiration motivation from you know these were people that were just you know living an ordinary life like what I was living and wanting the same thing to replace their income and work for themselves so you know I just thought well if they can do it I can do it too fantastic and that's exactly what you've done but we're going to find that out shortly hey (laughs) awesome oh cool cool good good um exciting stuff i love that kind of that 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 real getting started interacting and kind of you know kind of seeing things before things kind of materialize for you um but with dimness program there's a lot involved and was there a part of the program that it kind of really was a specific impact for you or something that you know was kind of more in line with you than anything else when you first started uh there was a couple of things I loved learning about the different strategies. You know, I already had investment properties, but I had just bought them and, um, you know, held them hoping for capital growth. That was all That was all that I knew other than, you know, um, doing some renovation stuff. So when I came in and uh, learned about all these other strategies, it was like, wow. You know, this is just amazing. I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. Um, and then I, you know, realized that I couldn't do them all. I had to just focus on, you know, what I knew right now and what I could what I could do. So, um, yeah, I just sat back and sort of, you know, did my peg in the sand, uh, like Diffner tells us to. And, um, you know, focused on that, that, that was my, that was my plan. And, you know, I revised that each time as I went through. Um, And also, whilst I was watching all of the webinars as well, I also came across the Millionaire Within webinar, um, had watched one of those that really resonated with me. always all through my working career had done personal development stuff so yeah this really hit the spot and I thought you know I want to explore this further down the track so um over the years that that's what I've done Mm, but yeah mm. in in the um you know in the ultimate program all the steps are laid out for us um so you know I just followed each one and just went through the process and and stuck to it. Good, good. Yep. No, it's nice to hear because there's a, there's there's there was a fair bit of work going in to 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 put all those steps together. All the information is there, um, and um, that's what we hear. That's what we hear. If you want to kind of like you know, it's laid out. It's just a matter of going through doing the learning, putting in the time and effort to learn and then going and applying. And that's, this is exactly what you did on top of with a, with a peg in the sand too, um, of knowing what you're aiming for. Um, and that journal, the peg in the sand, that was, that was written by Dimna. It's 160 something pages. It's free to all students. Um, but you can, you can pay for it 15 bucks if you want a physical copy, but um, it's, it's certainly a very important part of the, of the program. So you're, you're doing all, you're ticking all the boxes, Sharon. You're ticking all the things that Dipna wants you to do. That's exactly what you're doing. Um, do you want to tell us about um, 
uh, some of the deals that you've done? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool, cool. Because there's a few. There's quite a few here. There is a few. I started with some property um, before I got into the program. And, you know, like most students that you speak to, uh, some of those were mistakes as well. So we had to, you know, look at what we had and clean some of them up. So the first one that I had was a one bedroom apartment that was in Melbourne. Um, it had no finance on it. So we were making money from it, but I did feel like, you know, there's a whole lot of equity that is tied up in this property and I could be doing so much better with it. Um, then after I had already joined, we got notification that um, the unit block was a fire risk because of the cladding that mm. was on there. Uh, so, you know, there was a, a um, the, for people that um, remember the Grenfell fire that was in London um, for the, the, all those units that burnt down and um, people lost their lives. And then we had issues in Melbourne with um, some of those high rise buildings as well. Well, you know, my unit was in one of those blocks. So the uh, corporate fees were going up quite high. So that was a bit of a no brainer. I wanted to get rid of that one. Mm -hmm. uh, sold that during COVID. But the purchase price for that one was $357,500. Uh, the purchase and holding costs um, just shy of $74,000. Um, we did have, like I said, you know, there was no finance and finance on that one. So our cash flow whilst we were holding it was $162,000. We sold it for less than what we paid for it. We sold it for $335,000 in 2020 during COVID. Um, and so overall, our net profit on that one was $65,500. It's interesting. So you, you've held it for almost 10 years, and yet because of the situation, it, it just it, it hasn't gone up. There's just no capital growth. And this is uh, this probably would have been a tough one for you, even though you've ended up with a profit, you know, from a cash flow point of view. Yeah. But um, it's a lesson learned, isn't it? It's a lesson yeah. learned in regards to cho choosing and, uh, and Dipna's never been a, fa a fan of um, apartments unless you own, own the whole lot, you know? Yeah. So yeah. 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 Uh, okay, cool. Okay. Well, well either way you've, you've got out of, the, out of that one. Hey. Yep. 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 What, so, what came next? So property two was a four bed, two bath property in regional Victoria. Uh, this was one that we also purchased pre-I Love Real Estate. Um, at this stage, all of my properties were also purchased in one single trust. So I had kind of done something right by buying them in a trust, but I bought them all in the trust. So that um, was something that I had to fix later on. This particular property I purchased for $360,000. My purchase and holding costs were $99,000. The cash flow during 
um, the hold of this one was 151. Uh, and I sold this in 2020 for $450,000. So my net profit uh, for the seven years that I held that one was $142,000. Cool. All right. Get, getting out still with a profit, which is good. Yep. Yeah. And then also cleaning it up out of the, out of the trust. So, yeah. 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 So, my next property uh, was very similar. Um, I had taken advice from my accountant, you know, just buy the four bedroom, two bathroom properties and put families in there and hold them. Uh, so that's what I was doing. Um, this one was cross securitized with the other one. And so once I started going through the education, realised that, you know, this was something that I shouldn't be doing as well. Um, so this one also had to go. But I had purchased this in 2013 for 320000 uh, The purchase and holding costs on this one were uh, $104,000. The cash flow during the hold was $72,000 and my selling price for this in 2021 was $457,700. Um, uh, $457, so my capital growth had worked slightly mm -hmm. and I had made a net profit of $106,000 for holding this one for eight years. Mm -hmm. So with all, all of these ones that you've gone through, it, it's just generally been a little bit of capital growth and obviously the cash flow that's done it. So there's no, and these are all purchased prior to joining. Um, so there's no real strategies being involved with these to date. Yeah. Um, and of course, this one was cross securitized as well. So you, you kind of you're in the process of doing a bit of a cleanup. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and and at this point in time, did like um, you did were you already? I think you joined Platinum around this time as well. Yeah, I had joined Platinum uh, mid year of 2020. So whilst I was. Uh, whilst we were in the COVID lockdown, I decided to join Platinum. So this was one of the, um, you know, first things that I had to do was clean out all of the stuff that I already had existing. Uh, so your Platinum coach is going, come on, Sharon, let's clean up. Let's clean up your portfolio because you've got places to go and you're keen to go, but we've got to clean up the stuff that you've currently got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Was that a difficult conversation for you? Yes and no. There was, you know, some of these properties um, we had an emotional attachment to because we had inherited them. Um, but the one bedroom unit uh, was something that I would never have bought myself. So I always knew that that was a mistake. So it was, you know, that was a no brainer for me. Um, these last two, um, they, you know, we did also consider could we turn these into rooming houses? We looked at the layout of those, um, but they weren't really suitable. So um, they weren't going to help me with my cash flow strategy. So 
in the end, it was like, no, just move them on. Happy to get rid of them and um, focus on my replacing my income. Yeah. <laughs> so you're focused. You know what you want. You're aiming for it. Clean up the properties and 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 get into it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and then we've got another one. Yeah. So this was another one that I already had as well, but I was getting some good income uh, from this. Not initially. Initially, I just rented it out. Um, it was a property that I purchased for $130,000 in 2017. It was a four bedroom, one bathroom. Initially, it was renting for $240 a week. Um, I didn't owe any money on it. And we put uh, $5,000 into it to renovate it. And we, with $240 a week, by the time we paid, you know, um, rates, insurance, that sort of stuff, um, and we didn't really have a good tenant in there, they had messed it up a little bit, we weren't really that far in front. So I said to my husband, Ray, um, I want to take a bit of a risk with this one and just see whether we can um, Airbnb it. The regional town that it was in, there was no other Airbnbs. So, um, yeah, I didn't know how it would go, but we bought some secondhand furniture, uh, listed it on Airbnb. Within a few months, I had been contacted by a company who wanted to um, put some of their workers in because they had a contract in the area. We agreed on a price. I did that. Um, this was just before COVID that I did that lease. And um, they initially were going to stay four to six months. They ended up staying for two years. And that brought in $38,000 for me um, for each year that, that they leased it. So nice. Um, that one ended up being a nice little cash cow. Now you, now you, and, and is this giving you a little bit of insight into what it's like to have a bit of a cash cow? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So this is kind of like a part of your peg in the sand, just you're kind of going, oh, wow, this is what it's like. This is what it's like to get a bit more cash flow coming in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, good, good. Um, hey, just just a quick question as well. Um, when you, I just wanted to go back because because this is around the time with platinum too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so because you had to convince your husband to join the program, did you have a bit of a twisting of his arm to to do the platinum program as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, the first the first time when I joined Ultimate. Um, you know, that was um, a lot less than what the Platinum program was. So, you know, to convince him to spend even more money uh, was, yeah, just, but I had been showing him some of the stories as well from the other students and and talking to him about it and, you know, saying, we've already got properties there. We've already got equity. We can do this. I know we can. So. Um, yeah, again, it was also convincing myself, convincing him, um, you know, let's invest in ourselves. And, um, you know, that investment also drove that accountability as well. So, yeah, but, you know, 
at this stage with what I was able to do with that property and the executive lease, you know, he was starting to see the return from that as well. So yeah, I think it was easier to convince him for me to join Platinum than, than it was the ultimate mm-hmm. program. So Because mm, you're already getting involved. He could probably already see things changing and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Now, you, this now with this deal that we're talking about here, you you sold that one, didn't you? Yeah. After these uh, tenants left, I decided to sell this property. Like I said, I bought it for one hundred and thirty thousand. Spent five thousand on it, and I sold this one for three hundred and twenty thousand dollars in uh, two thousand and twenty-two. So. One of the reasons why I sold it was because this was also in that trust that I had with all of those other properties. This, The trust we had also inherited as well. So it was also about, you know, cleaning up that and just starting fresh. Um, I ended up with uh, $267,000 of um, profit from this deal. So I was also eyeing off actually 2022. I had already um, purchased one of my next properties as well and started converting rooming houses. So I wanted to invest what I got from this into Mm. something where I could make more money and it was ongoing cash flow so had rooming houses on the radar yeah and of course once again this is the one this is the cleaning up process that you've got with your existing portfolio cleaning it up rolling it over into something that's totally aligned with your peg in the sand which is a cash flow yeah yeah nice nice okay cool so let's get on to the next one So this one was another one in regional Victoria. I actually bought this while I was doing the executive lease for the last one because I thought, well, you know, the Airbnb started off good in this town, but now I've got um, that other one tied up with this executive lease. So I want to do that Airbnb project again in this town. So we bought um, this property in 2019 during COVID and it became our COVID renovation project. And so we spent $15,000 renovating this one. And we did that, got it all up and running, ready for when we got out of lockdown and listed it on Airbnb. We get an annual turnover of $32,000 for that property. We still have it at the moment. Uh, Bought this one for $230,000 and the current value on that one is about Um, $450,000. And it it still gives us $11,000 in in, um, positive cash flow as well. Nice, nice. Yeah. I will be turning that one into another rooming house down the track as well. That that equity. You've you've got your cookie cutter, haven't you? Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I've, I've got a couple. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome, awesome. I hope everyone's picking up what Sharon's actually doing here, you know, because she's, you know, she's going through and she's cleaning up everything. She's really kind of like lined up, you know, you Sharon, you've really lined up where you want to go. It is clearly that's just, I want to get out of this corporate life. Um, you want to have your own freedom. And in order to do that, cash flow is going to do that. And because you've already got a, a small portfolio there initially, it's like, let's roll it over. Let's, let's turn this into something that's going to replace your income. And we're going to find out how it goes kind of soon. Because it's um yeah yeah so really nice all right cool so so you've still got that one that's a potential another rooming house that's going but either way it, it's gone up almost two hundred and something you know two hundred and twenty thousand dollars almost double what its value is and it's still positive so all good yeah yeah absolutely okay yes. so deal number six yeah so the next one was purchased in two thousand and twenty one. So this one was during COVID and I had done a lot of research by this stage on where I wanted to uh, start doing my rooming houses. I had also uh, spent this amount of time um, from when I first joined in Ultimate up until this stage convincing my husband that rooming houses was the way to go and this was how I was going to replace my income because as I said not long after I joined uh, Ultimate I went to Mark Baker's rooming house program I came home I told my husband about rooming houses and he's like what no way we're not we're not doing that those sort of places are you know, full of uh, criminals and, you know, people that don't work and riffraff and no, we're not, we're not doing that. So yeah, I had to convince him. Anyway, by 2021, I had managed to do that and I purchased my first property to um, convert to a rooming house. So this property was an existing six bedroom plus study with four bathrooms. It was in the town that I wanted. It was the perfect layout, but it wasn't quite in the location that I wanted. So I looked at it and looked at it and looked at it for a long time. And in the end, I just said, no, I'm, I'm going to go for it. And I did. And it was during COVID where people were um had this fear of purchasing. So this one had been on the market for a little while as well. I got it for $485,000. Um, at the moment, it's worth probably about $700. Uh, sorry, $700,000. Um, so, you know, it's increased um, in capital growth already. My strategy, because it already had so many bedrooms in it all I had to do was literally put up one wall through the living and dining area so my strategy cost was fifty thousand dollars that was for a handyman the electrician and all of my furniture um, to set it up my holding costs uh, on this one are about forty four thousand dollars per annum and the rent that I 
am getting from this one is about $104,000. So my positive cash flow is $60,000. Ah, yeah, $60,000. I was forced into self-managing this. Initially, when I did my research, I'd spoken to real estate agents and um, inquired about them managing it and had found somebody. But then when it was all ready to go, uh, they backed out. So I had to manage it myself. Anyway, my husband and I do that. And um, we've been doing that for the past 18 months or bit over 18 months now and I must say that he absolutely loves the strategy now so yeah he is totally on board how yeah this is this is a really fascinating thing here Sharon you you're seriously a very good negotiator because not only have (laughs) you can you've convinced your husband to join the ultimate then you were like, okay, we've got to do platinum. And now we're going to do a deal that he was like, there's no way we want to do rooming houses. Now he's done it. Now you're getting into it. Now you've got the positive cash flow. And not only that, you guys are managing it and he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. so many, so many, so many like awesome kind of turns in this in this story where everything's kind of rolling in your direction. And of course, this is now exactly what you were looking for which is it's the cash flow to now, um, you know, replace your income. And on top of that, you, you've gained, what is it, 200 and something odd thousand in, in uplift purely in capital growth because you you bought during COVID when everyone else was a real, you know, uh, quite scared about what they were going to do. There's a lot of fear in the market and, and uncertainty. And it was also just difficult, especially here in Victoria with all the shutdowns and so forth. But yeah. that didn't yeah. stop you. It didn't stop you. That's where you kind of, yeah. Ah, well done. Well done. But that hasn't stopped you. You've got more, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. It took me a little while um, to find my next one. Um, You know, the prices were just, we were out of lockdown by this stage and, you know, prices had just taken off and, um, yeah, finding the right layout. I had gained a little bit of fear with how quickly the prices had jumped up. Um, but anyway, I eventually found one with the right layout. And 2022, I bought a four-bedroom, two-bathroom. This one cost me $685,000. So, yeah, $200,000 more than what the previous one had cost me. The strategy cost for this one was... Uh, a lot higher as well than the first one there was a lot more work to do so this one cost me $85,000 to convert that includes um, you know all of the um, fit out and fittings uh, for the conversion the holding cost on this one is about $62,000 a year obviously higher because you know higher purchase price higher interest Um, And, you know, we've had all those interest rate rises as well. The rent on this one is slightly higher than the previous one as well. So we should be able to get $108,000 for this one. And these figures are based on about 90% occupancy as well. 
So the cash flow for this second rooming house is $46,000 a year. Wow. Okay, cool. And this was something that was done last year. Yeah. So we've just uh, gone live with this one. So um, I've got three tenants in place at the moment and um, going through the process of um, putting in another six. So this one we converted to nine bedrooms as well. Okay. And are you self-managing this one as well? So you're going down the path now of replacing your corporate job with managing these rooming, your own rooming houses. Yeah. How is that? How is that as a, as a transition for you? Like, is this, because you're, you're dealing with very, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be quite a bit different. You've obviously clearly got a lot of skills from the, from the side of dealing with from emergency services in your corporate side of things. So, you know, you've got a good ability to handle and control things. I'd imagine. How is it, how is it going now with, with, looking after the rooming houses? Yeah, really good. Um, I, I did work doing community development before and, you know, the corporate job I held, I did hold for uh, a long time and had a lot of experience with, you know, working with the public there. So those skills, um, you know, have been really key to me being able to do this as well. And I've also continued through the I Love Real Estate program with my personal development as well. So, um, you know, those skills, that skill set, you know, not everybody has and managing is not for everybody. I did, um, you know, have a struggle with a difficult tenant at the start of this year, but, you know, the coaches that I have around me and the mentors, um, you know, help me work through that process. So th this is all a big learning curve for me as well that is, you know, ongoing. So, yeah, that's the key to it as well is just, you know, having. Um, I wouldn't have been able to do this without, you know, the support of, you know, my family, uh, this community and, you know, not just my platinum coach, but um, all of the coaches and mentors that I have surrounded myself with. So. Mm, nice. So good to hear. This is, this is like, this is like a life change and you're going through it and you're kind of like, you're, you're, you're running with it and you know, you're getting, you're getting some fantastic results from this. This is, this is awesome. This is awesome. Um, you got another deal, haven't you? I do. I, don't. <laughs> I, I, I said that I get bored easily, right? <laughs> Can you see that now? I can't sit still for, for very long. So yeah. yeah. And I imagine if we do another interview, another year or two, you'll, 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 you'll have more to share as well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I do have a another uh, rooming house conversion that is on the go. Um, this one was purchased only a few months after um, the previous rooming house, and it was also a four bedroom, two bathroom. Converting this into nine bedrooms. I bought this one for $685,000. The strategy cost on this one um, should be less than 
the previous one that I did, it doesn't have as much work. Even though it's four bedroom, two bathroom, it's very similar to the first uh, property that I converted. Um, and also at this stage as well, like this is my third one. So, you know, I've started to, um, you know, develop some, you know, little tricks and stuff along the way as well that, you know, helps me to um, keep some of that money going in my pocket. So it will have the same results as the second one that I just described as well. Um, I should be able to rent the rooms out for the same price. So it will also bring me in about $108,000 in cash in um, rent. And so the cash flow that I get from that should be around the $46,000 mark as well. Awesome. And that's, and that's hasn't completed it yet. So we'll be completing in the next, what, in the next couple of months. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Two to three months away. Fantastic. Have you got any others? Uh, well, my husband's not here. I haven't got any in the pipeline, but I am thinking <laughs> about he he has already sort of said, oh yeah, this is enough. You know, we we want to go travel. I don't want to um, you know, be stuck managing these um, you know, moving forward. So I have been thinking about ways that I can, you know, possibly set up a, you know, way that I can manage these and, you know, still get good income from it as well and having co those conversations with people at the moment. So, uh, good, good. Okay. We'll, we'll watch. We'll watch and we'll, we'll, we'll hear exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um, Sharon, that's the some fantastic results there, um, and it's a it's a real credit to see how quickly you've done that. Because if you look at it, um, we're now just we're only not even midway through twenty twenty three. You started midway through twenty nineteen. It's like almost four years, and yet you've pretty much got close to well, we're going to find out at the end to achieving what you wanted, which was having the freedom of your own time and having having that freedom of being able to replace your income. So awesome results. And it's during COVID when a lot of people are kind of shut down and so forth. So yeah, yeah. How cool is this? Um, look, the thing that um, kind of comes to my mind at this point in time is that, you know, things seem to have been going well, but was there anything like any obstacles you had to overcome or was there things that you had to address? Like, you know, when you hear stories like that, it's like, oh, wow, it seems so easy for you. Was it that easy or was there things that you had to overcome and address or, you know, are you happy to share? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I do. I make it sound easy, but, yeah, there's lots of, um, you know, hiccups that happen along the way, um, lots of the typical, you know, real estate hiccups that, you know, we all know and we all talk about. Um, one of the, you know, problems that I also have, you know, identified and had to overcome along the way as well is more about my mindset um, and some of those negative beliefs that I held on to about myself, like I wasn't good enough, you know, I don't deserve to have the life of my dreams, um, you know, I don't deserve to be loved. Um, all those things. And, you know, through the I Love Real Estate community, 
you know, I have found the tools and resources to be able to work through a lot of those issues and, um, you know, address those. And I've taken, you know, the time and the money to not only invest in, you know, my uh, real estate and, um, you know, income and that journey, but also to um, invest in my own self-worth. And yeah, whilst I've been doing all of the real estate study, I've also been um, investing in my own, you know, personal development and um, the programs that come up through um, through Diffidence programs. So. Mm-hmm. It's actually, look, it's a really important point and it's something that um, uh, the one beautiful thing about Dimpler's program is that it's very holistic and it covers a whole lot of sides. The millionaire within is the starting place for that. Generally for most people is let's have a look at your mindset. Let's see what obstacles you've got to progressing forward to become, you know, the real estate millionaire that you're, that you're intending, which is why it's called the real estate millionaire within. You've got to go within. You got to, you got to go within to actually do that. Um, you 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 joined up with Pip's program, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Correct. So for those of you who don't know, Pip McKay, she she presents at the Real Estate Millionaire Within. She's got her own program as well, specifically on the area of mindset, and I'm I'm sure Sharon can share some of her experiences there. Um, but this is just an extension of what's available in I Love Real Estate, but it's also there. If you wish to take it on board, you can certainly do that. Um, and that's um, something that you can learn. And the Real Estate Millionaire with is actually coming up in about maybe three or four weeks in Brisbane. For those of you who are interested in the mindset side of things, don't miss the Real Estate Millionaire within. It's awesome. Uh, but Sharon, did you want to share a little bit about your experience of, of getting involved with that? Is that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I've loved it. I didn't even, you know, realise that I had, um, you know, these things holding me back and I was able to, um, you know, get the tools and learn how to clear those negative beliefs and that negative programming that has been with me all of my life. And it has opened up so many um, possibilities for me and it has just changed the way that I look at the world. I was, you know, programmed into thinking that, you know, we just had to, you know, go to work for somebody else and, you know, that's what we did every day. And now I've replaced my income and I just see everything um, you know, as an opportunity. And I love it so much that I've, you know, gone through the process of, you know, establishing um, a business so that I can share this with others moving forward as well. So, mm. yeah. Really you know, happy. awesome. You know, one of the things that Dipma says is that um, she never knows what the ripple in the pond effect is going to be, um, but she she does request everyone to say, look, when you go through the program, give back 
in whatever way that's going to align. So you've you've now found that, and the, and then you're going to go down that path because that's obviously clearly clearly very important, and you've got so much benefit personally for you, from yourself. So awesome. So good to hear. So good to hear. Hey, total life change from looking after emergency services in a corporate sector <laughs> to um, <Yep. laughs> quite a, quite a flip. Did you ever think about this when you're doing the emergency? It's like, oh, you know what? I want to I want to be doing a totally different life. Did you would you ever perceive that back then? Um, not until the stage where I was burnt out. Um, yeah, because I really did you know, love what I was doing there as well. Um, but yeah, when I, when I got to the stage of, you know, burnout, it was like, yeah, I, ne I need something different. It doesn't, that didn't stimulate me anymore. And mm. um, I needed something new. Wow. Wow. So, so Sharon, your life has clearly changed hugely. What, what's it like now? Like, what's your life like? I mean, if you if you do a bit of a comparison to to, to prior to joining and, and where you are now, how is your life kind of different? Uh, well, I can wake up in the morning now and you know decide what I'm going to do with my day. I'm not dictated by a PAYG job, um, you know, that I have to turn up to. Uh, it's life on my terms and you know like I said earlier I just you know see everything as an opportunity um, an opportunity to um, you know change things in some way or um, you know help others or you know whether it be in increasing income I remember when I first started um, one of the blocks that I had was you know, I already had investment properties. I wasn't going to do joint ventures uh, with anybody else. I thought I didn't need to. I didn't trust people. Um, you know, in the past 12 months, I've actually set up a self-managed super fund now. I never thought that, you know, I was smart enough to do that before, but now I am. And guess what? You know, uh, in my self-managed super fund, I'm also doing a, a joint venture with another group of students. And, you know, we are um, developing a 14 apartment block unit. Um, so, you know. And I Hang on, you didn't even tell me about that. Where, 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 is that where did that come from <laughs> yeah oh, I kind of forgot about that one because that one just works in the background you know um it's yeah something that uh somebody else manages for me you know I just give them the money and they go and make it work for me um but that was part of my uh you know, personal growth as well and transition was, you know, being able to put myself out there and and um, trust in people. So, um, yeah, it it is very exciting. I know I need to um, remember to talk about that one more often, don't I? Sorry, Michael. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's like, I mean, it's I think it's hilarious because it's like, oh, I've got all these deals here. Oh, there's another one. I totally forgot yeah, about yeah, that. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I've got this other deal ticking away. <laughs> doesn't really have much to do because it's a joint venture. So yeah. All right. Um, what would you say about the community? Cause the community is a pretty, you know, the Oliver State community is always, it's always pretty special, but you probably have your own insight into that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love it because 
you know, before I joined this program, I never used to talk to, you know, friends or family about uh, my real estate deals or uh, what I wanted to do or, or what I already had, you know, I was programmed to, you know, keep that all to yourself and, um, you know, people uh, will just be envious of you and, and that sort of thing. So that's a lot of stuff that, you know, myself um, and I've also helped my, my husband overcome some of those issues as well. You know, it, he was quite surprised when, you know, I would go away to the uh, conferences and, um you know, talk to, you know, other couples about this sort of stuff. And then I would, because I've done the all of the education myself, but, you know, I have made friends along the way and we catch up um, outside of the community now as well. And, you know, my husband comes along and, and you know, he's realised, oh, these are just really good people. And, um, you know, they're not how you know, we thought everybody was when you, you know, talked about your your property and stuff. So um, everyone is really encouraging and, you know, they're all doing their own deals as well. And we've got so much to learn from what they're doing. And, and they're so um, open with, with sharing that information. So we uh, quite often do weekends away and, you know, travel a few hours um, to other parts of the state to catch up with, you know, the friends that we've made in this community. And, mm. you know, now when I say, oh, by the way, I've got to, you know, travel interstate to, you know, go to a, a conference or, um, you know, to go do a personal development program, and, you know, I've got to say to him, oh, we've got to pay for, you know, airfares and accommodation now. You know, I don't even have to convince him anymore. He just knows that, you know, I'm happy doing what I do. We're making money. And, you know, sometimes he comes along with me and he gets to meet these people. Uh, so that's really good. And, yeah, sometimes, you know, he just says, oh, look, I'll I'll stay back and, you know, do these renovations on, um, we've got another, oh, there's another a property that I didn't talk about, Michael. We've also got another old farmhouse as well that, um, yeah. In, another one. In between, uh, in between jobs, we, you know, just do a couple of, um, you know, room renovations here and there as well. And he loves that, so. Good, yeah. good to hear. <laughs> oh, and another one, another one. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, um, Sharon, look, um, if you can remember back what it was like as a new student um, and, you know, you, you, you're diving in and clearly you've made a decision to join, you, you had your intention about what you wanted to achieve back then. If you can think about that and where you've come now, what, what advice would you give to like someone who's, who's brand new as a student starting out? Like what would you say to them if they're just joining and it's like so much information, big community, all that kind of stuff, what, what what advice would you give to them? I would say don't get overwhelmed. There is a lot of education. It is a big community, um, but DIFNA has laid it all out step by step for us. So just 
follow the step-by-step -step processes and focus on where you want to go. Know where you want to go and what you want and focus on what your strengths are. Um, don't take shortcuts and don't try to do all of the strategies. There's way too many. Um, you know, maybe over the rest of your lifetime, you might, you know, um, if you want to do, you know, joint ventures and stuff like that, you might you know, get close to doing them all, but there's a lot there. So just, you know, pick one or two and, and, and um, stay focused on those. Um, but the biggest, most important thing, don't be paralysed with fear. Become an action taker. Um, you must take action. Wise words, wise words, Sharon. Awesome, awesome. And you, you clearly know that from personal experience, and that's exactly what you have done as well. Um, yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, just on the point about not doing all of the strategies, I think there's only probably a few students who have, and one of them would be Michael and Sarah Franks. And I think there's not too many strategies they have not done. I think they've given it a go and they've done it also from the point of view so that they can help other students to say, yes, we've done it here. We've done it there. Yeah. Check it out for those students who haven't got in contact with your coaches, Michael and Sarah Franks, go and ask them and see if you see what strategies that you're looking at, if they've done it. But so Sharon, yeah, really um, fantastic. Now, um, if you meet, if you meet somebody outside of the community who are like, what are you doing? What's this? What's this community? Why are you going to all these conferences? Why are you doing like spend all this time? Um, what would you say about others about the 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 community, Dimna, the Isle of Reset program, and so forth? What, what what would you tell them? Uh, the whole community is such a loving, beautiful community, and I am so glad that I got involved. Um, I'm so glad that I Love Real Estate found me on Facebook because this program is life-changing. It's changed my life, um, but it's only as life-changing as what you want it to be. Um, but, yeah, like you said earlier, Michael, it is a holistic program and, yeah, definitely get more out of this than real estate. But yeah, highly, highly, highly recommended from me always. Mm. Sharon, fantastic, fantastic. Well, look, we're I think we're just we're just we're just part of the hour. We've just we've gone over an hour, Sharon. How do we do that? Was it those extra deals that just popped up here and there? Yeah, probably. Probably, probably, probably those. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about maybe Dipner and maybe the Platinum Coaches or anything like that of, of of the program? Is there anything else you wanted to add or you know to to finish off for? Yeah, um, look, the Ultimate Program was pretty awesome for me. It laid out everything and it had all of the tools there. Um, but the Platinum Program just helped me to um, accelerate my journey. And, you know, I, I had a limit on what I could achieve. And I remember, um, you know, with part of the platinum program. Um, my, my coach, Narelle, uh, sends me a lot of emails. And one of those emails 
was, um, you know, what would you do if you had, I can't remember what the amount was, but, you know, some ridiculous amount, like a, a trillion dollars. And I said to her, you know, I, I can't answer this because I, I don't know. And um, she said, well, you, you've put a cap on, you know, what you can do and, you know, where your mind is taking your journey. And she was so right. And then after that conversation, I went back and thought about it and, um, yeah, she was right. I had done that. But, you know, since then, moving forward through, um, you know, platinum, it's like, well, you know, I've removed that the sky is the limit and with the platinum community around me um yeah I just feel like I can achieve anything anything so go for it guys wow. if you're thinking about it if you're sitting on the fence and not sure um go and convince your husband or convince your wife and yourself and um you know be, become accountable to yourself and just take the action and you will get the results. Awesome. Fantastic, Sharon. Thank, thank you so much for that. Um, wow. Wow. What a, uh, what a journey, what a story. And, um, and I really appreciate you taking out the time to share. Uh, love everything you've said. And there's, there's been quite a few kind of comments uh, that's come through on Facebook. I'll just check on a few of them. There was a lot of them was um, uh, Lyndall was like, I'm out to lunch and I can't wait to watch this later. And you can. This is now streamed into Facebook. So you can you can check it out. Um, uh, Rosemary, so proud of you. Uh, Mira, awesome. Uh, and Doug went on a little bit. He said, like, great to hear you talk, Sharon, your story of executive job. And a few investments in conditioned mindset would apply to many of us. Hearing that you have changed that and had so much success is hugely inspirational. Thank you. That's from Doug. Good on you, Doug. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, and Navita said as well, thank you for sharing story. Very inspiring. So, um, so thank you. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you for taking out the time uh, and, uh, and sharing with us today. Uh, really appreciate it. And um, we're looking forward to catching up because I can tell you in a year or two, all of those other little things that have been going on, they'll become deals. They'll become other things that you can share as well. And, uh, but some great advice here at the end. Yeah. Wonderful. Thanks everybody for watching. And um, thanks for asking me to do this, Michael, because yeah, I am just so happy that I can, if I can inspire others, then my job is done. Fantastic. That's it. And uh, there's, yeah. Awesome. 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 Okay, cool. So look, we're going to end off end off now. Um, thank you everybody for joining. Uh, this uh, this does go out onto the members only website. Um, it is also within the students only Facebook group under the featured section as well. You can always review it anytime. And like uh, Sharon has mentioned, when she got started, she was listening to other students' stories. And that's really why we do this so that you can get a bit of an insight into, hey, what has somebody else done? What, what kind of journey have they had? Because when you get an insight into what somebody else has done, and if you listen to enough of, enough of them, just like happened with Sharon, she's like, oh, you know what? I can do it myself. There's, there's an alignment there, and that gives you the inspiration and the motivation. And like Sharon said, you just have to be an action taker 
get into the material, get through the training, reach out when you need help with a hand, whether it be the coaches, whether it be the platinum, whatever it is, and get out there and, uh, and, and achieve your own peg in the sand. Oh, hey, Sharon, you now, I forgot to mention, you guys, um, you guys replaced both your incomes. Yes, yes. We, so, we, we forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, so our income prior to me joining I Love Real Estate was probably around the $140,000 mark. And uh, at the moment, well, once we have the third rooming house up and running, um, our cash flow from those properties will be around $160,000. So, yeah. That's it. And then I haven't mentioned the other income that, you know, is going through the uh, SMSF and, um, yeah, a couple of other things that I've got happening too. Just, just a few of those other things. So <laughs> job done. Peg in the sand, replace income, you and your husband, done, completed. Awesome. Awesome result. Well done. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Um, thanks again. Thank you again for that. And um, thank you everyone for joining us. We're going to end off now. Have a fantastic afternoon, evening, and we'll catch everyone soon. All righty. See everyone now. Bye. Bye. Everyone. Bye. Bye.